Black and Roll Podcast. I'm your host, Tino Kada, Tom Dora from Dubai. And I'm not going to repeat that. So today, guys, we have uh, a Golden Nugget. And um, if you're new to Golden Nuggets, if you haven't listened to them before, or if you're new to the podcast, uh, this aspect of the podcast is um, providing small sort of bite-sized chunks from our conversations, as I like to call them, Golden Nuggets. As you can tell, because, you know, you're getting provided a little bit of uh, golden information, you know, and who doesn't love nuggets? So, um, yeah, that's what this is about, basically. And so I thought uh, with Pride happening recently um, and we've had the whole month for LGBTQ+, um, I thought it'd be appropriate to celebrate Pride and to finish it off uh, with a conversation um, with Dennis Carley um, and we talk about LGBTQ rights and gay marriage. Um, we also talk about being allies as well um, for those in the community um, and how as heterosexual men or women that we can be allies. So I thought that was a good way to sort of end Pride Month. Um, so yeah, um, tell me what you guys think of this episode. Um, I'm not going to keep you here for too long there's no point you guys want to listen to this golden nugget so uh yeah here it is here's my uh conversation with uh, Dennis. actually you know homophobia affects the perpetrators you know homophobia makes you a not very nice person <laughs> <laughs> True. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, people don't really look at it from that perspective. Yeah. They tend to look at it from the perspective of the victim, and rightfully so as well. And I think homophobia does a serious damage to straight people. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So? Well, you know, if somebody's homophobic, then they've probably got other ideas that I probably don't agree with. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. You know, I've tried to kind of hang around with people who are a bit progressive in their thinking. And somebody who's homophobic, for me, doesn't um, fit the definition of uh, progressive thinking. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. I mean, the most powerful man on this planet uh, before Trump was Obama. 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 Yeah. When he became president, he wasn't too sure about gay marriage and all that kind of stuff, but he moved and shifted and changed. And the most powerful black man in the world brought in gay marriage to his country. Wow, most powerful country. Yeah, but... (laughs) Most influential country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And (laughs) black people around the world saw that news. Mm. Now, I didn't remember at the time a lot of black people saying, you know, all around the world saying, Obama is an idiot for doing this. No. Yeah, and for me me to stand up and say, you know what, I disagree with um, Obama on that point. It's going to be, that's not what you want to do, is it? Yeah, not really. Most powerful man in the world. (laughs) You know, and I think I think I think he has made a massive difference. Actually, yeah, 
yeah, in terms of um, moving the debate forward. Yeah, definitely. Like that. Yeah, that's a. Go on. I don't think it gets acknowledged enough, which is why I'm saying. Mm, oh, fair enough. Yeah. I guess it's also, it was also quite a brave move. It shouldn't be a brave move for him to do, but it was quite a brave move because, yeah. you know, in a, I guess in America, even in here, like they all focus on the polls and the likes and all of this and that. So for him to kind of do that, yeah, it was definitely a big move. Yeah. Yeah. And it sent, and it sent a very, very clear message to the rest of the African diaspora. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, so, yeah. And I think, and in some ways, I think, you know, maybe that's probably why we have some of the backlashes we're having now. Yeah. Because of that because, increasing profile. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I guess, I guess even just the world that we live in, you had Obama who was seen as a really progressive person and then you flip straight to Trump, which is kind of the opposite. So, and that, I guess that's sort of the, the backlash that you've seen in terms of like more social media, hate online and things like that. It's like, you go from one extreme, you go from one extreme to the next extreme. Like, there's no equilibrium, I guess, or balance. I don't know. I mean, there shouldn't be hate anyway, but it's an interesting mm-hmm. thing to notice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah. hi. <laughs> we guess, I don't know. Well, hopefully things, I'm, I'm sure things will definitely get better. Um, yeah, I think I think for me, uh, one way things will get better, especially for Black LGBTQ people, mm. is for more Black heterosexual allies to stand up and say homophobia is wrong, mm. and that we need to support our Black brothers and sisters who are lesbian and gay and not attack them and vilify them. We need to celebrate the fact that they are part of our community too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And how can, um, I guess from your experience, how can kind of heterosexual heterosexual people be allies? Like, well, if you stop putting their LGBT uh, family members out on the streets, yeah, small one, just a small one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start, you know, they could attempt to include them rather than exclude them from family events and activities, for example. Yeah. Simple thing. Maybe simple. You tell your, you could, uh, a simple thing could be just to tell the lesbian and gay people that you know that you love and support them and that you've got their back. Yeah. For example, or, you know, when you're in the bar, at the shop the next time and somebody comes out with uh, some homophobic comment about little Nas X, you know, you can oh. say, Oi. <laughs> rather than sit there in silence mm. and the silence, you know, you know, what, what did they used to say in the, in the 80s during the HIV epidemic? Act Up used to say, silence equals death. Yeah, and I've never forgotten that slogan because I think it's very true. Mm. You know, if oh, if we're if we're silent, we're invisible. Yeah, yeah, and the the allies, the black heterosexual allies, to, to, in a lot of ways, are silent. 
Mm. And so, and because of that silence, it gets filled with the kind of homophobic voice. So, I would yeah. say it would be it would be a good day if more black heterosexual people, you know, stood up and said, "Boy, that's wrong. This is what what the deal is." Yeah, this yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, like it's. I think also when you're in those sort of conversations, like at first. Like, I know, I know sometimes, like, I've been in conversations and I wanted to be like, no, that's wrong. You shouldn't be saying that. But then you kind of get this sort of, like, mental block before yourself. Like, oh, wait, but you're going to kind of be on your own when you're saying this. But I guess we've just got to be brave enough to stand yeah. on your own, you know? And you know what? It's interesting hearing you say that because I'm thinking, hmm, if Martin Luther King thought, oh, I'm going to be on my own if I, you know, do this, or... <laughs> If the suffragettes thought, oh, I'm going to be on my own, or if mm-hmm. Malcolm X thought, you know, if I stand up and speak, you know, I'm going to, where would this world be today? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I guess, you know, without sounding too uh, trite, you know, my mother didn't raise me to be a mouse. Mm. She raised me to be a man. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of her ideas about manhood is about standing up for what you believe in mm. and not being silent uh, about the things that are wrong yeah. in this world. Yeah. That's what my mum taught me when I was growing up. Just let that sink in for a sec. Silence equals death and not standing up for what we believe in. You know, it's not a trait that men we should be celebrating that we don't have the the courage to stand alone. And even for myself, there's times I don't have the courage to stand alone. But, you know, like you said, Martin Luther King had it. He stood alone and look what he did. Look, Malcolm X, look what he did. You know what I mean? These men put themselves out there because of what they believed in and put targets on their backs for sure. But, you know, um, I'd like to think there's something just and right about doing that. And I think that as as a community, as a black community, uh, that, you know, sometimes LGBTQ isn't understood as much and, and maybe that leads to more people feeling isolated. Um, but for those that know people that are part of the community or that at least are advocates for people just doing, you know, living their true selves, then, you know, we've got to be allies as well. We've got to support because um, no movement uh, happens without people, right? It doesn't happen without community. So I think that's just a really important thing that we um, should take out and uh, reflect on. Um, but thank you guys for listening um, I thought why not kick off the end of Pride with this um, and uh, yeah I'm going to put some links into the show notes um, or some organisations I think could be quite useful in terms of maybe you wanting to know more about the LGBT community or you know just ways you can help and support um, but uh, I don't have anything else guys um Thank you for listening and uh, there'll be a new episode out soon.